The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday. Only a couple more Power Rankings Tuesdays left, by the way. And it is presented, of course, by DraftKings. Love those dudes. If you're playing DFS, if you're betting on the games, DK Sportsbook, that is where it's at, especially these college football games we got coming up this week, college football playoff semifinals. Emery and I were all over that on the College Draft podcast yesterday. Should be awesome on Friday. We will have a new Spread the Word winner via social media this week, a new sponsor confirmation email winner, and, of course, the awesome YouTube shout-out YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Looking at some of the press passes here, Ravens, Dolphins. Got to get that if you're a Dolphins fan. Army, Navy, any connection to Navy, you got to get that huge win for them. Actually, I have a couple Army, Navy. I've got Ravens against the Browns, Houston, UConn. How about Cowboys, Raiders, Thanksgiving, Army, UMass, UConn, Holy Cross, big win for Holy Cross. Lots of Army ones, of course, always. How about Raiders against the Browns on Monday? That Monday game I did. So many cool ones. Nevada, Buffalo Bull, Eagles, Jags, Eagles season passes, Louisville, Yale, UConn, the one UConn win, Wake Forest, Army. The Charlotte one is cool. For those of you watching on on uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker. That one is very cool. So a lot of good ones to be given out. And guess what? I'll be getting a lot more over the course of the next few weeks. I get double headers coming up next week. The week after that should be epic. It's big show time. The big show. All right. Before we get into the power rankings, got to talk about Monday night football. Dolphins win their seventh straight, 20-3 to three over the Saints. Ian Book sacked eight times. It was rough. It, it, it was a rough watch. I mean, first of all, neither offense could or did very much. Both teams were impacted by COVID, but especially the Saints. I mean, 
Saints had 22 guys on the COVID list. I think the Dolphins might have had like eight. So Ian Book throws an early pick six. And honestly, the Saints never would have overcome that. They never would. I mean, the final score could have been seven to three after the pick six by Ian Book. In fairness to that kid, with that O-line the Saints put out there against the Dolphins' D-line, he was under duress throughout, running for his life. I mean, through that early pick six, he didn't convert a third down all game. Not once, all game. That is hard to do. But the flip side, I wasn't overly impressed by the Dolphins on offense. They're just kind of finding ways to win. I mean, they had the Mac Collins catch, the flea flicker, and then the waddle like misdirection shovel touchdown. That was their only real scoring drive. Waddle had a solid game all around. First round pick, Jalen Waddle, 10 catches, 92 yards. But still, I mean, a win is a win is a win. Tip of the cap to the Miami Dolphins. Pretty incredible to lose seven in a row and then come right back and win seven in a row. That is very, very impressive mental fortitude. I love it. Um, I also love knowing that my car's battery is good to go. And for that, there's no better place to go than AutoZone. Why? Well, they are America's number one battery destination. That's why. Why number one? Well, all right. There's a lot of reasons. Proven tough, Duralast batteries are the only ones that carry them. They've got an extensive line of replacement batteries ready to fit your specific needs based on your make and model. Their replacement batteries start at just $79.99, so you can upgrade your battery without breaking your wallet. They've even got free battery testing and charging. So sometimes you might think your battery is the issue, but in reality, it's your starter or your alternator. Look, the proof is in the pudding. Next time you're in need of battery help or to get your battery ready for the harsh winter weather, which is starting, it snowed here yesterday, start at AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. It's time for the all-important power rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... Number 32, the Jaguars. I actually gave some thought about putting the Giants here because the Giants were that bad on Sunday and were that hard to watch. And I got to go by what your rosters are right now. And they got Mike Glennon and Jake Fromm playing quarterback. But the Jags did nothing to earn getting moved up. I mean hanging a little bit with the Jets. They're not good. They're my third to worst team. So no, Jaguars still the worst team. Evidently, Trent Balky is being retained and will be leading the search for the next head coach, which by the way, immediately limits who people will be interested in for the next head coach. Number 31, the Giants. You know, it's as bad as I've ever seen for that organization. And that's about all I have to say about that. A lot of respect for the Mara family. A lot of respect for a lot of people that work in that organization. But 
It's one thing to lose. It's another to be legitimately painful to watch play the sport. Number 30, the Jets. So, listen, they had a bunch of guys out with COVID, including their head coach, Robert Sala, found a way to get a win, give their fans something to celebrate. I think that's great. I think they should be happy. I think they played well enough to win. I like that Zach Wilson made some clutch throws and made it to a O-lineman. I like that he had a run. Okay. 29th, the Carolina Panthers. They're really hard to watch, too. I, I mean, I'm finally – I had been having them, like, in the mediocre territory for a while. They're not. They're bad. They are a bad football team. And so I dropped them one, two, th- three spots this week. That's how bad they've been the last couple of weeks. 28, Chicago Bears. What a weird situation for the Bears where it seems like everybody knows Matt Nagy is going to get fired and he's being asked questions about whether or not he's coaching the last two games. And he's like, well, as far as I know I am, I, the Bears organization does not run things real smooth. I mean – I think they were going to fire him after the Thanksgiving Day game, and then he won, and it leaked out so they couldn't. It just feels like the Bears are kind of a mess right now. 27, Detroit Lions. They didn't win, but they were right there with the Falcons, and they're getting Jared Goff back. He's off the COVID list, which I should just say, Bri, right now, the COVID list is going crazy. I, I don't even know, like, 106 players tested positive and were placed on the list yesterday. So, like, Shaq Thompson and Brian Burns for the Panthers, Julio Jones, Westbrook Aquina, Bud Dupree, Buster Screen for the Titans, Judon, Juwan Bentley for the Patriots, Corey Littleton and Denzel Perryman for the Raiders, Mike Evans for the Bucs. There's a lot more, though. I, I, I can't do this. Like, I can't have my whole show being who's on the COVID list or not. Follow, follow it online. Follow your team. I mean, you know who from your team's on it. But at the same time, people are getting people off of it. Washington's getting, you know, Brandon Sheriff off of it. Um, you know, the, the Lions are getting Jared Goff off of it. Number 26, the Houston Texans. Pretty remarkable, isn't it? That a team that we thought would be that bad, here they are. They're 26 in my power rankings. Kudos to that team. Kudos to David Culley, their head coach. I mean, this is they've gotten better over the course of the season, and they've earned it. They only have four wins. But they have four wins. I mean, probably two or three more than a lot of people thought they'd have at this point. Washington, number 25. Well, that was a dreadful performance, clearly, against the Cowboys on Sunday night. They are getting a bunch of reinforcements back off the COVID list. And, you know, I just expect them to play a lot better after that beatdown at the hands of the Cowboys. Probably not real good for the Eagles, that they're playing Washington coming off of that loss. Uh, number 24, the other team from Washington. See what I did there, Ross? Seattle. Yes. 
Um, one time I went to a wedding and there was a girl there talking to me and I told her I played, she asked, she knew fully well that I was a football player. She asked what team I played for. I said the Washington Redskins and she said, oh, that's such a beautiful state. (laughs) Swear to God. Oh, man. I was like, okay. Next. I said, it's actually, I think I said it politely. I was like, it's actually um, the Washington, D.C. Redskins. She was like, oh, oh. Pretty unbelievable. Anyway, I guess not. I mean, I guess there's people, there's a lot of people that don't listen to a football podcast every day and aren't into it. Seahawks, I'll be very curious. Look, any team in my bottom 10, there's going to be a decent amount of change. I'll be very curious to see how everything unfolds with Seattle. That They're, they're about as interesting of a team this offseason as anyone. Number 23, Atlanta Falcons. Here they are, seven wins. I guess I'm still kind of disrespectful of the Falcons. I have them, you know, lowest of the seven-win teams, but they're not all that impressive. They just kind of – I mean, they barely beat Tim Boyle and the Lions. It feels like the Falcons have had a really easy schedule because they've also lost to some bad teams. Number 22, the New Orleans Saints. Bri, can you sense where you live – a big difference between Saints excitement and fandom this year and previous years? Like when they had Breeze and were good? A little bit, but I'm not really tuned into the local media. I don't watch local TV, so... But even like your boys or like their friends, I have to imagine when they were like going to the NFC Championship and they had Breeze, their number one seed, people are all... uh, It just... They're just... It's a pretty significant drop-off. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Well, anyway, uh, let's see when they get some of these guys back off of the COVID list. See if they can win their last two games and try to try to get a shot to make the playoffs. I think they got an uphill battle now. 21, the Ravens. Wow. Hard to believe the Ravens are this low. Disappointing for me because I do playoff games for Westwood 1, and I was hoping I could just drive an hour, 15 minutes south to Baltimore. Doesn't look like that's going to happen unfortunately, and uh, they need a quarterback. They need Lamar Jackson to come back from his ankle injury ASAP. Number 20, the Cleveland Browns, another place you can drive. Yeah, like four and a half, four hours and 45 minutes. Big difference, unfortunately. Uh, But I don't think they're going to have a home playoff game or a playoff game at all either, actually. Um, You know, there's a bunch of teams still in the mix if they win these last two games. They certainly have a shot. It's interesting to see. I, I honestly don't even realize this till I look at it. But I've got Ravens, Brown, Steelers back to back to back. And if you look at the standings, Brown seven and eight, Steelers seven seven and one, Ravens eight and seven. But then you got a bunch of other eight and seven teams: the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Raiders. Bengals might be the only team that ends up uh, making the playoffs from the AFC North. Number 19, the Steelers. You know, I think they they host the Browns Monday night. And I think it's probably Big Ben's last home game in Pittsburgh. 
And I think the schedule makers realized that and intentionally made Steelers' last Monday night game a Ben Roethlisberger home game. They're no dummies. Uh, that will be a big night. I, I would be shocked if he plays next year. It feels like this is it. And uh, I hope he gets a tremendous, tremendous send-off. What, a, what an exceptional player. I mean, I remember playing against him 2004, his rookie year. Think about that. Number 18, the Denver Broncos. They talked about – they asked Vic Fangio about his job security yesterday, and he said he's not worried about it. I, I got to tell you, their defense is really good, and I don't even think they're they're that talented on that side of the ball. I feel like I'd be very hesitant to move on from Vic Fangio. I mean, get him another offensive coordinator or maybe just get him a, a quarterback – you know, get Aaron Rodgers or somebody or maybe Russell Wilson and see what the Broncos could be like next year with Fangio still as their coach. Number 17, Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings. Well, that was a bad loss against the Rams. You have Stafford didn't even play well through three picks. They still couldn't win the game. Now they got to go to Lambeau and get a win. Now, the Packers haven't exactly been blowing people out, so it's certainly possible. Vikings aren't afraid of them, but, I mean, the Packers, I think, let me look at this. I wonder if the Packers lock it up with one more win. I don't know what the tiebreakers are um, with them. Well, there's three other teams, so probably not. Cowboys, Rams, Bucks. But, uh, at any rate, Packers know they need to win the game. Number 16, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm happy for Rich Bisaccia and that team. You know, after the whole Gruden thing and then Henry Ruggs and Arnett, looked like they could go the wrong way. Raiders are a very respectable ball club. They've got eight wins. I'd love to have seen what their record would be like this year if they hadn't had all the drama that I just mentioned. You know, I think they're probably a nine or ten win team right now. Uh, staying in the AFC West, the Chargers, number 15. San Diego, Super Chargers, San Diego, Chargers. So that was a brutal loss. And that loss has them on the outside looking in at the playoff race right now to lose the Houston Texans. And I know that they had a bunch of guys on the COVID list, but it feels like John McClane in the movie Die Hard. Like, welcome to the party, pal. A lot of people have a lot of guys on the COVID list. Find a way to beat the stinking Houston Texans. Overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. Number 14, San Francisco 49ers. Well, this is interesting because Jimmy Garoppolo evidently uh, tore 
the UCL, I think it's the ulnar collateral ligament in his thumb and has a fracture. He says, or I've seen reports, that he's going to try to play through it. That sounds like it would be exceedingly difficult to me for him to actually do that. But probably worth a shot. It's his last stand, trying to win these last two games, get to the playoffs. But I think that the Niners should and will have Trey Lance ready to rock and roll should Jimmy G not be able to go. Number 13, Philadelphia Eagles. So the Eagles put a few guys on the COVID list, including Derek Barnett starting the end yesterday. And then we found out that Miles Sanders broke his hand in the last game against the Giants. So he'll be out at least this week. So, look, everybody's dealing with a lot of crap right now. I mean, that's just all there is to it. Injuries, COVID, the NFL season is a marathon, not a sprint. And it is absolutely a war of attrition. Number 12, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. They won seven football games in a row. But now it gets tougher for them. I think they play the Titans and Patriots the next two weeks. We'll see if they can keep it up. It doesn't feel like they've played the toughest schedule during this winning streak. If they can beat both the Patriots and Titans, then we'll be having a different conversation. Speaking of the Titans and Patriots, Titans number 11, Patriots number 10. Wow. Funny how that works. Titans are just gutsy, man. Titans are just tough and gutsy and find a way to win games. They're a lot like their coach. Very, very well coached. Uh, Love what Vrabel's done. And I think he deserves some discussion for coach of the year, even though he probably won't get it. Patriots number 10. Right. Yeah, you said that. Uh, Last couple games, not real good for Mac Jones. Clearly, I think we all saw that. And frankly, not great for their defense either. You know, defense is supposed to be the strength. And the Colts kind of ran through them. And then, now Josh Allen was amazing, but he was incredible. Didn't Belichick once say to like Troy Aikman or somebody in a production meeting, he didn't think Josh Allen was really that great or something? Yeah, good call there, Bill. Number nine, the Arizona Cardinals. So they clinched a playoff berth. They're going. But you want to talk about limping to the finish line. I mean, they've lost three in a row. They were 10 and two. Now they're 10 and five. They better get this righted. I think they play the Cowboys this week. They better get this righted, better get it righted quickly. Otherwise, they'll be one and done in the postseason. Number eight, the Indianapolis Colts. It's interesting. I didn't realize this. Evidently, the Colts have been eight for four straight weeks. They just keep winning, and yet I don't move them up. Who am I moving up ahead of them? The Bengals, I guess? The Bills? Yeah, I can see both of those. Colts are just solid, though. Even with all their guys out on the O-line and stuff, you go to two Arizona and win, they're actually stacking up some impressive wins. Number seven, the Bengals. Were you a fan of the Bengals music group growing up, Brian? The Bengals music group or the Bangles? What's the difference? There was no music group called the Bengals, B-E-N-G-A-L-S. 
Right, they're the Bengals, B-A-N-G-L-E-S, but it sounds the same. Oh, yeah. Say, say, say them both. Let me try to tell which one's which. Cincinnati Bengals and the Bengals. So you just kind of say A more. Yeah. Bang versus Bengals. Bengals. At any rate, they did walk like an Egyptian, right? I think so. I was also thinking Manic Monday. Yeah. Such a good song. Both of them. Such good song. I remember listening to them at the roller skating rink. I would go to the roller skating rink with my sister when I was like six, seven, and eight. And it was all Bon Jovi living on a prayer and the Bengals. Anyway, the Bengals have a really, really impressive team. I, I am I was not expecting them to be this good this year. Kudos to them. Jamar Chase has made a, a a really big difference, and Burroughs come back healthy, and they're better everywhere. Number six, Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills? Man, that was an awesome win for them. They needed that so bad, and they got it. I'm thrilled for Bills fans. Now, they got to finish it off and win the division. I wouldn't be surprised if I'm up there, actually, for a playoff game, but... Finish it off, win the division, but that was a very, very impressive win that they had to have. Number five, Dallas Cowboys. Speaking of impressive wins that they had to have, how about them Cowboys just demolishing the Washington football team? They got a lot of studs. I mean, they got a lot of guys running around on defense that are absolute studs. Micah had a few more pressures, another sack. I don't know what's going to happen with Defensive Player of the Year, to be honest with you. These last two games, I think, will matter. Number four, the L.A. Rams. So, that was, a I thought, an impressive win for the Rams. No Whitworth left tackle. No note bloom. Stafford throws three picks, doesn't play well. And yet, they still go ahead and get that dub on the road at Minnesota that they had to have. That... That was an impressive win. Number three, Tampa Bay. Well, they bounced back from that uh, surprising loss to the Saints like I knew they would. And and how about Keyshawn Vaughn and Antonio Brown? They just keep bringing other guys out. Number two, Green Bay Packers. Wow, I switched them. I don't have them number one anymore. Maybe it's because the Packers' defense isn't playing as well. And I'm not as impressed by them. This is crazy. Packer Nation might get mad at me. They're still really good. They still have a great chance to have the number one seed. But I got to go somewhere else. I got to go with someone else for number one. So kudos to the Packers. But there's a new number one in town. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is... This week, number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Unreal. I mean, they started the year number two. They fell to as far as 13, 14 at one point. I mean, they were 14th at one point when things were really bad. And they have battled all the way back and deserve a tremendous amount of respect and credit for it. Really, really impressive. Kudos to them. Um, man, shout-outs to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, 
Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com, and SteakhouseSports.com. Other than that, we'll do Even Money Podcast later today, which is always a great show for you guys to get in on. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109-WITH-IT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.